Hey y'all, welcome to the Aussie Truly Podcast hosted by me, Tyler Simone, and today we're on episode 16. It's the last episode of the year, and it would only be right to do like a little 2022 roundup end of the year type episode, and that's what we're gonna do. Um, But we're gonna be talking about my year, of course, in 2022, and the things that I've learned. 2022, I think, has been... I want to see the best, want to say, excuse me, the best year of my adult life so far. I want to say best year. Um, and I feel like I can say that I've been saying that pretty much throughout the year. I've been known like, okay, this year is hitting completely different. Um, and the whole year, not saying the whole year has been perfect and everything has been amazing. That's definitely not true. But overall, when I look back at this year compared to the other years of my, you know, adult life, this one has been really great. I've been able to do more things and travel more because I was making some more money. I was able to, um, I was able to spend more time with family and friends. I was able to ball out on myself a little bit, treat myself a little bit. Um, I was able to start this podcast and tap into a more creative side, side of me that I wasn't fully aware of. Um, I was able to meet so many cool people, I was able to do so many fun things that I had not experienced or done before. Like so many things have happened this year that has made my life amazing. I got to know myself better, way, way better in a lot of different ways. I changed, I grew, I evolved all the wonderful words for changing. (laughs) Um, But this year owes me nothing. And that's the title of this podcast. Okay. Cause it really doesn't owe me anything. Um, and I'm, if this is something that I, I feel like I've said this in previous episodes before about that tweet that I read a while back saying, God, show me how good, how good it can get. So this year has been amazing. I've been saying that throughout this year and each time it gets better and better and better. And I'm so grateful and thankful for that. But if this year, if I, if I'm saying that this year was the best year so far of my adult life, I've got to say like, I know it can get better. So I'm excited to see what 2023 and all the years to come will bring for me because this year has been Not perfect, not always great sunshine and rainbows, but it has still been overall a great, great year. Um, And so I want to just kind of discuss why it was great and the things that I learned from it. Um, So I want to go into the lessons first um, because there's just a few things that um, uh, there's a whole bunch of lessons I learned this year and literally every year. But there's a few that I really I really feel stood out to me because they kind of showed up maybe in multiple areas or maybe multiple, just multiple times throughout the year. Um, so the first one is there are seasons for yes and for no. Okay. We both know that we all know that, but that's the case. Okay. Seasons for yes and for no, but they can coexist within every season. So, um, I do believe that there's more seasons where you're just like, yeses are out. Yes. I want to do this. Yes. I can go here. Yes. I can buy this. Yes. I can go with you. Like, yes, yes, yes. And those are amazing seasons. Just like the ones with no, like, sorry, actually I have this to prioritize right now. I can't go here with you. I can't do this. I can't do that. Right. So last year in 2021, um, it was more of a no, like I couldn't do stuff. Maybe because I didn't have the money, maybe because I didn't have the time, maybe because I had to prioritize other things, whatever those reasons were, I had to give it a lot more no's and it made me feel sad. It made me feel left out. It made me feel a lot of different things at the time when I wasn't understanding, when I didn't yet have the understanding of we have different seasons of yes and of no. So I feel like if I would have got this lesson last year, I would have been able to be a little bit more content and satisfied with my life in that season of no's 
um, if I understood that there also will be season of yeses and they can coexist within each other. Um, so that was a really big lesson that I learned. So it started out last year because it was a season of no, I couldn't go nowhere. I wasn't able to go on the trips. I wasn't able to do all the things that I wanted to do and that I was able to do this year. And now in this year where it was a year of yes, like someone asked me to go on a trip. Sure. Yes. So I want to buy this. Yes. I want to do this. Okay. Like it was a lot of yeses and not just in terms of things that I can buy or spend money on, but just in general, in terms of the amount of time that I had in terms of the things that I could do that allow, I, I had a bigger opportunity for that in this year. Um, but I also still had to say some no's. I had to say no to certain things as well. It wasn't all yeses. Um, but I feel like this year I've been able to understand that, get that lesson down and understand that balance that yes and no have and the power of both your nest, your, your nest, oh my goodness, your yes and your no. Because when you say yes to something, that means that you cannot say yes to something else. Like you can't do everything. Um, a lot of us are, we can overextend ourselves and we think we can do 87 million things at one time. You just can't, you can't, um, and you shouldn't be doing all that stuff. So, um, you have to be wise with your yes and wise with your no. And I have, I don't always get that right. Um, I always want to be there. I always want to help somebody. I always want to go, but I can't always go and I can't always help and I can't always do. So sometimes it does have to be, um, a no as well, which is not bad. No's have power as well. No, it's like, okay, I can't give my time to this right now. I have something else that I need to do. Maybe, maybe right now you're saying no to going on that trip or, um, going to that expensive dinner right now because you know that in two months you have this big thing that you need to buy or you have this big trip that you plan on taking. So you're going to say no to the little things that are in front of you so that you can, you know, have some delayed gratification and get something bigger or do something bigger or invest in something bigger for yourself later on down the line. So I think that it can be so hard when you're in that season of no's. Um, I remember feeling so down in that season where I just couldn't say yes to pretty much anything. Um, and it was so annoying and I felt bad about myself and I just felt a whole bunch of things. Um, but I think now when that season happens again, cause I feel like it will happen that the seasons are, are that their seasons, they change, they come back around. Right. So I know that there will be another season where I will have to say no again, but in that time, because I've been through this now, I'm not going to be like, Oh my God, I can't do nothing. This is so sad. I just don't know. I'm going to just be like, well, this is what this is. And that's okay. Cause I know that it will go, it, there'll be another season where it'll be back to yeses or back and forth, you know? Um, so that was a really good lesson, even though it hurt here, the, being in the no season for the first time. Um, it didn't feel very good. Um, now I'm happy that I went through that because I understand this now and I can take this lesson that I've learned on to 2023, um, and the years to come, you know? Uh, so let's see what else. Okay. So I know I've spoken about me being a perfectionist and, um, all those things and type A and all that. And that's true. I get it from my mom. Honestly, she's the same type A personality that I am. And so, um, we're both are really very much like that. Um, and so sometimes when I'm trying to execute something, I want it to be exactly how I envisioned it in my mind. And if it's not, then I don't want to do it or I'm going to prolong it as long as I possibly can in order to make it look exactly how I want to do it. Um, and this year has taught me absolutely not cut it, stop it. (laughs) You can't do that. Um, because if you do that, you're just going to procrastinate and procrastinate and procrastinate in your mind. Like I said, in my mind, what I tell myself is, oh, well, you know, I'm just waiting because it's not going to be, if I don't have this, then it's not going to be the way I envisioned it. And then it's not going to be received in the way that I plan for it to be received. So it won't come out as well. So why would I want to put out a, a less than great product or less than great, whatever. So I'm going to just hold on. And then in a couple months when X, Y, Z comes through, then I could see 
No. Why are you trying to explain all the things of why you can't do something, all your limitations? No, absolutely not. There's, of course, it's good to have a vision of what you're doing and what you want it to look like. That's not bad. And trying your best to execute it to match exactly what you have in your head. Um, but side note, also making sure that your those expectations are not sky high. If you have a, if you're trying to start, um, if you're trying to start something, but and if you're trying to start something and the budget for that, um, in your mind, based on what you want, it's going to be a million dollars, but you only have $500 in the bank that's allotted to this thing. That means your vision is not aligning with your reality. You can't, you cannot do that. Not, and not, not for practical things like that. So if you have a vision of something that you want to start, or want to sell, or want to do, you need to look at your reality. What do you have now? If you want to start this now, what do you have now? There will always be time later for you to go back and make changes and make edits and improve it in certain areas as your income, uh, as your income, as your time or whatever that thing is that's stopping that you feel is stopping you from doing what you want to do. That thing will come later. So if you have something that you want to do now, or you have an idea or a God place on your heart, or whatever you want to say, um, something that you want to start now, start it. It may not be exactly what you envision. It may not have all those all those pieces. It may not have all those parts. But if you have the foundational parts that you can start it, start it. It doesn't have to be perfect. And I think that that's something that held me back and still sometimes does hold me back from doing what it is I want to do because, of course, I'm a type A personality. I want it to be exactly the right because I know why I know why each and everything needs to be this way. Because if, it, if it's not this way, then people may not think this or maybe it won't work as well and blah, 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 blah. Not saying that... Not to say that my, my ideas and the things that I envision don't have purpose and, and don't have really good reason for being the way that I envision them to be. That's all great and awesome. But for example, with me dealing with my podcast, I, like I say all the time, I had this podcast in the back of my pocket for years and I wasn't doing anything about it because I was like, well, I don't have this and I don't have that and I want to do this and I want to do that. There's so many things that I want to do with my podcast and I will do them. But after a certain point, I was like, okay, so we've been talking about this for how many years now? The only thing that's holding you back is you. You have the foundational things to start it. So why don't you just start it? And with time, you'll be able to go back and get all the things that you want and add everything that you want and do everything that you want. It will happen, but it will never happen if you don't start it because apparently you waiting years has not allowed you to get all the things that you said that you need in order to do it. You know what I'm saying? So we just be playing ourselves and into procrastinating sometimes. That's sometimes what the case is. And that's what it was for me. Um, So that was a really big lesson that I've learned and I'm trying to, after getting over that that um, that hump when it came to my podcast, I think it's helped me with other ideas and other things that I want to do. Having my same vision, I can still have my perfectionist, cool, whatever vision, but also understanding, okay, this is my vision. This is what I want to do. Let's get the foundational things that we need to start this and let's begin it. Let's try to make it the best product or the best idea or the best whatever that we can make it. Let's make it the best that we can with what we have right now. And then let's go back and let's edit. Let's add on. Let's do things as our finances increase, as our time increases, as our help increases. Let's go back and let's do more. We can improve it. You don't have to have it all the way perfectly together for you to start it. And I feel like that was something that I really learned that's been helpful to me this year. And with all the ideas and businesses and things that I want to start moving forward in 2023 and beyond, I feel like this was a very necessary lesson that I needed to learn this year. Um, So let's see. Number three. Oh, y'all, my mouth dry. I need a drink. It's early in the morning, y'all. I need to leave in a little bit to go to work. Um, I had some breakfast. I had some grits this morning, some cheese, grits, salt and pepper. If y'all put sugar in y'all grits, please turn off this podcast right now. Okay, turn it off. That's, I don't, I'm not one of them. Please turn it off. (laughs) 
<laughs> okay, wait, don't don't turn it off. Stay stay tuned in. I, I am a little bit hurt if that's what you do, but at least you're eating grits, and so I support you in that. At least you're eating grits, but sugar grits not my thing. I'm sorry. I like salt and pepper, a little butter. And when I'm feeling fancy, like today, I had some cheese and I threw it in there. It was really fun. Um, this is off topic. My point was to say that I made a drink, but I left it in the kitchen, um, and I'm not gonna get up. So mouth dry. We're gonna keep going. Uh, <laughs> This is a good one. Okay, so this lesson was a hard, really hard one for me. Um, I plan to do a little Q&A, get to know your host thing later on, um, because y'all need to know these things about, need to know more about me, I think. But I'm an only child. Um, I have God siblings um, that I grew up with. Um, I have uh, two brothers and a sister, and they, I call them my sister. I call them my brothers. That's, that's true, but um, my parents, they, they only made one, one kid, which is me, obviously. Okay. So, um, only being only child is cool. You don't got to share and all the things that you, if you're only child that you already know. And if you're not things that you've heard about, about people who are only children, you get it. Um, but, uh, only children that may, anyways, um, <laughs> um, but some of those things that I found stressful for me over the past years, has just been like, when you only have one kid, all your time, all your all your thought and attention goes to that one child, which is amazing. Um, it's 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 like good and bad, right? Because sometimes I feel or I felt in the past like this just crazy pressure to be who my parents want me to be, and not saying they want me to be anything specific or anything, you know, outlandish, but I want to please them. I want them to be proud of me, just like any, just like any child, but I want them to be proud of me. I want them to be happy with me, with the things that I do, especially with me being their only child. They only had one shot to get it right. And I want to get it right for myself, but I also want to get it right for them. Um, because I want them to be proud of who they created and who they raised. Right. Um, and so when it comes to a lot of things that I do, I feel like an unspoken pressure to get it right and to do it right. Um, and to, to move in a way that makes them pleased, that, that pleases them every single time. Um, and I think a part of that is really good because of course you want your parents to be proud of you. Of course you want them to be happy with the person that you have became, become, of course. Um, because that, that, that's a sentiment to how they raised you and the things that they instilled in you, um, as you were growing up. So I, I, I think that that's not a bad thing, but on the flip side, I think, when it comes to making decisions and, and, and trying to be more of an adult and trusting yourself more in your decision making, it was kind of hard for me because I would I was looking to I was looking to them to sign off on everything that I did and be happy with everything that I did because I didn't want them to be frustrated or, or unhappy or unsettled or stressed about me. I didn't want that. Um, and so sometimes I found it hard when I wanted to do something, but they weren't really championing behind me. Um, I was like, oh, I don't, I do not know. I cannot do it. I did not. Um, and I'm still working through that, but it was, it was harder earlier in the year and last past years as well. But like having a hard time taking steps forward, if they're not taking steps forward with me, um, it was something that was really, really, really challenging. Um, because I, I just, I, I trusted them. They've always been helpful. I trust them, but they've always been helpful to me. They've always given me good advice. Um, and I know they have my best interest at heart at the end of the day, but a lesson that I had to learn, and this was, you know, just through experiences that I had and, you know, from talking with my therapist and all the things like you, you won't always please your parents or have their approval. You won't. 
they can't always be involved in the nitty gritty of every single decision that you make. I mean, that's not what it was, but like, you know, the big decisions that you feel like you feel like, oh my God, I, well, I need to talk to them about it. Sometimes you don't need to talk to them about it and you can get their advice and you can talk to them about it and get their advice, but that sometimes won't be the defining thing of what you do based on what they say. Um, and that was something that was really like hard for me because I'm like, well, my mommy, my daddy, they <laughs> like, you know, and they have been here and they have helped me and I have made good decisions because of their guidance and help. So understanding that in some things as of, as I get older, some things I won't go to them for, or maybe some things I won't take their advice for, or maybe some things I'm just going to decide on my own without them. It was like a weird thing for me. And, uh, you know, and it was just like, I'm not going to always make them happy. What? I'm not going to always have their say their, their yes, their, their stamp of approval over what I do. What? And it just didn't sit right with me and it really hurt my feelings. I did not like it. Um, and it's something that I feel like, you know, most of us already know, but it just took me a little while for that to really settle in my spirit because it was just like, I can't imagine, like, I've always wanted to please my parents. I, I always wanted to bring home the best grades. I knew that would make them so happy. I knew that would really just, you know, make them feel good and let them know, like, I I'm doing good. Like y'all, y'all have raised me well. Y'all have raised me to be intelligent. I'm out here getting these grades. I'm out here doing this stuff. I'm out here making it happen. I'm out here being responsible and I'm doing it for myself because this is who I want to be, but also, uh, to give reverence to you guys because you guys helped to make me this way, you know? So it was a really challenging thing for me to overcome this year with understanding, like, I'm not gonna, they're not gonna always be happy with me. Like, oh my goodness, it hurt my little feelings, my little childlike feelings, they were hurt. Um, and so it's not to say that, you know, my parents disagree with everything that I do or anything like that. That's not the case at all. But just sometimes even your daily, it doesn't have to be like a huge life decision, but even like your day to day stuff, sometimes it'd be like, I don't get what you're doing at. <laughs> you got to just be okay with, they ain't going to get it sometimes. I'm sure that if you ask them, um, if you ask your parents now, they're going to be like, they probably did a lot of things that their parents were not pleased with or did not understand at the time. And it just kind of was what it was. And they still, their parents still love them and all the things are still okay. So, um, that was a lesson that I have learned this year as well to just understand that you can go to your parents for advice. You can talk to them about things and include them in things that are happening in your life because they want to be included and you want them to be included. That's totally fine. But understanding that you don't always have to take every single piece of their advice. You don't, always have to please them and you don't always have to have their approval for the things that you want to do um and that was just something that I had to learn um and so I love my parents and you know of course it was you always butt heads and you have issues here and there and um but I love them we usually always get along um and so it just was so different for me to understand that I wouldn't always be able to please them with every single thing that I did um even though that's what my heart wanted to do. And that's what I, I strive to do that. I, I can't always, you know, orchestrate my life in a way that will do things that will please them because I have to live my life, you know? But anywho, that was the, was that number three? That's the third lesson I learned. Let's see. Dang, we only 20 minutes and I thought, I feel like I've been talking for like an hour, Lord Jesus. Um, well, let's see, what's another thing? Oh, this is a new one. This is like one that I've kind of been realizing just at the end of this year, like, Stop worrying about shit you can't change. Stop it. <laughs> um, I'm an overthinker, like I've said before. I, I And I've improved on that and all the things. This year has been a really 
a much better year in that in that area but I still do it and I still worry just like any regular person would so um I think that sometimes I just end up worrying about stuff that literally is not in my control anymore like um the other day I had to um rent a u-haul and I was like oh no I don't know if I'm gonna I, I only asked for 50 miles on it so I didn't know if I um, but as we're driving back to go drop it off, I'm like, oh, I don't know if um, we ran over the miles or if we're going to make it back in the time that I have to make it back to drop it off. And at this point, like I said, I'm already, I've left the place. I'm, I'm on the way back, but I'm not there yet. And I'm like, does it, it doesn't matter. Guess what? You're already driving. You're on your way to, to the destination to drop it back off. You, you are driving the amount of miles that you've driven already. It's already happened. There's nothing you can do. I was literally like in my head, just driving worrying about that like thinking about it and oh what's gonna happen I'm like girl you're literally driving there right now there's nothing you can do about the time that you make it there or the amount of miles that you drive either way you can afford it if you go over the miles if you go over the time there's an extra fee you can afford it you're fine relax it's gonna get taken care of and it's gonna get taken care of no matter what you can't do nothing about it um and that's just a small silly example of what I do sometimes but that kind of thing where you something is completely out of your hands at this point or 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 if it's in your hands still you're currently doing the best that you can to make the situation turn out great at that point stop stop worrying about it stop complaining about it stop talking about it um and that's something that I had to learn because I'm just like you're wasting your brain cells you're wasting your energy going back and forth in your head no one's talking to you you're talking to yourself right now <laughs> you're going back and forth in your head about what is going to happen or what could happen and all these hypothetical um, outcomes about something that is not even, you can't control it anymore. It's not in your control. Yes. If it's in your control still, not saying you should be worrying or overthinking about it, but you can still take action if it's in your control. It's not in your control anymore. You're doing, you're, you're driving as fast as you can. You can only get there when you get there. You're driving the amount of miles that you've driven, that you've driven already. You're only going to get when you're only going to drive as many miles as you're going to drive at this point. It is, it is what it is. And I know that's like a little saying, it is what it is, but it really is what it is. It is what it is, especially for things that you literally cannot control. If it's in your control, maybe it, it ain't what it is. Maybe you can make some changes, all these kind of things. Possibly that could be very true. Okay. Honestly, truly. But um, for a lot of things, like I keep seeing, I always see like little posts on different social media platforms talking about listing out the things that are in your control and listing out the things that are not in your control. Like I see those all the time. And I wonder, like, that must be the thing that a lot of people struggle with or have a hard time understanding or keeping that in their mind when those, when things come up, because I see them constantly maybe just my algorithm. Cause they know that, you know, that's something that I always like and I'll repost those things, but it's like, we have to be aware of what is and what is not in our control to alleviate all the overthinking, all the stressing and all the worrying because nine times out of 10, we are worrying about something that we can't even do anything about or that hasn't even happened yet, you know? Um, and so that has been something that I've been trying to work on. I still haven't mastered it, but I'm trying to work on it. Whenever I feel myself getting into that overthinking, worrying space about something that don't matter, I'll be like, girl, actually, it doesn't matter. Actually, you're doing the best you can to re uh, to uh, rectify the situation or to help it to come out the best way that it possibly can. So whatever happens at this point isn't in your control. So let it go. And and lately, that's been working for me. I talk to myself all the time. I, I literally do. I talk to myself out loud in my head. Okay. It's good for me in a dialogue. Um, but literally that has been so helpful. So it just stops my, that negative thinking 
in its tracks and I can move on to something else because it takes up your brain space when you're worrying about something when you're really worrying about something um or someone it really takes up your brain like you you cannot do a lot of other things because you're you're laser focused on this thing that you're overthinking or worrying about um and most of the time like I said I'm just repeating myself most of the time think back to the things that you have worried about recently most of those things are not in your control because if I'm if I'm speaking to the way that I think that my listeners are, y'all take action. So that means if there's something that you could do about something, you're going to be doing it. Like if there's something that you could do to fix something, you would have already been at least taking the steps to start fixing that thing or start start working on that thing or start doing whatever to to alleviate the stress that that thing was causing you. Right. So nine times out of ten, that means that if you're worrying about it and you're overthinking about it, there's nothing you can do about it. Or at least at right now in this moment when you're thinking about it, you can't do nothing about it. It's out of your hands. It's out of your control. So understanding and really being able to stop those negative thought patterns in their tracks has been a big lesson for me when it comes to um, understanding what is and what is not underneath my control. You know. Um. So yeah, what was that? Four lessons. I feel like there's probably more. Maybe I'll come back and record some more of this. I got to stop and go to work. But actually, maybe not. I feel like this was good. Good. A hot 25 minutes. A hot, spicy 25. I think this is really four good lessons that I, that, because I thought, I thought I wrote these down yesterday. Those are the first four that came to me because I feel like those those are the biggest ones that I needed this year. Um, and it's so funny, like now that I'm looking, I'm, I'm looking at my notes for this episode. Now that I'm looking about it, these four kind of happened in, chronological order like the first one seasons for yes and no I learned that kind of in the beginning of the year as I realized as I realized that this year was going to be a season of yes and I was noticing that I was able to say yes to things I was like oh snap there was a season of no last year and I was down on the dumps now I'm a season of yes I understand these are seasons and that they can coexist amazing then as I prepare for this podcast the whole perfectionism thing and me finally deciding that I was going to go ahead and really get this podcast out this year and not worry about all the things that I didn't have or, or things that weren't going to look exactly the way that I envisioned it and then you know towards the middle-ish part of the year um understanding that whole the lesson with my parents and and trying to understand that I can't always have or I won't always have their approval for everything that I do but that's not that's not a bad thing they still love me I still love them we're gonna be okay I'm gonna be okay but I gotta live my life for me and what I want to do you know um and then like I said this very last lesson at the very end of the year um learning that you can't control stuff all the time (laughs) And you can't worry about stuff that you can't control. That was that's literally been at the very end of the year with all the busyness that's been occurring this last quarter of the year. Like I've been so busy and a lot of things have not been in my control, um, which has stressed me out. But I think this lesson has been, these lessons have been so instrumental to the ama- amazingness that 2022 was for me. Um, and I'm just very, very, very excited to take these lessons into 2023 and see what else I learned in 2023, Lord Jesus. Because I know, um, that this year has been so amazing. It owes me absolutely nothing. Um, and I cannot wait to see what 2023 brings for all of us. Um, and the lessons that it teaches all of us and the way that it grows all of us. Um, I know it's going to be really, really amazing. And I hope that y'all say a little prayer right now with me, Lord, please show us how good it can get because I know it can get even better than this. Amen. Amen. Um, but with that guys, I want y'all to have a happy, happy rest of your year. I hope you enjoy your Christmas or whatever holiday you celebrate. I hope that you're enjoying it or have enjoyed it. Um, and I hope that you have an amazing, amazing new year. Um, 
I am just happy that you guys have been following me on this journey. It's been so, so amazing. And I can't believe that I've already been doing this podcast for 16 whole weeks, 16 whole episodes. It's been so, so, so amazing. And I'm so excited to grow this podcast even more next year. I'm so excited. Um, but, um, y'all have an amazing, amazing new year. Um, please feel free to reach out to me, uh, via email at the honestly, truly podcast at gmail.com. You can also send me a voice message on my anchor website and I'll listen to it and I'll respond and maybe I'll include it in there if you want me to. Okay. Um, and then you can follow me on Instagram at, uh, at Tyler underscore Simone and you can DM me there. I post stuff about the podcast there as well. Um, what else am I leaving out? I think that's about it. (laughs) I think that's where you can get me at, but, um, I appreciate you guys. I love you guys and cheers to 2023. Bye.